It's great to be here with you on this beautiful spring day, which we've had warmth and sunshine all day. It's just a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Not exactly. It's kind of like more of a, a Lent type of day. It's a day of kind of drizzling and whatnot, but uh, spring will be here soon. Don't worry. I was talking to my friend the other day, and uh, there was something that he said that struck me, uh, and he was talking about how he's getting his, his young children to be ready for Easter. It's early in the season of Lent, in the season of repentance, but uh, we already have our eyes sort of fixed on the goal. You know, we got the transfiguration, this revealing of our Lord's divinity in such a beautiful way, and you're starting to get just a, a glimmer of, of hope, a little bit of white down at the end of the dark tunnel. And uh, I was like, all right, so how are you getting your, your boys ready for, for Easter? So well, we're, bu we're building anticipation. Each day, we're going to start talking about what candy they're going to have in their Easter basket come Easter morning. So it might be peeps or, or chocolate bunnies or, or my favorite, jelly beans. All right. Now, when I was a kid, way back not that long ago, there was one type of jelly bean, and half of them were licorice, which tasted like terrible, just the worst thing in the world. But nowadays, you got sweet tart jelly beans, you got Starburst jelly beans, but the best one is Nerd jelly beans. So it's worth reflecting on each day as you get ready for all the jelly beans of, of Easter. And I thought that was so cool because he's building this anticipation that every day you're getting excited. And even if it's something as simple as a confectionery in a wicker basket, but, but allowing ourselves to realize that Easter is a big deal. Easter is the most important day of the year. What's, what's the most important thing that's ever happened in the history of the world? You know, it's, it's the whole Holy Week, but the fact that Jesus rose from the dead, it's incredible. And that building of anticipation is worthwhile. It's worthy. And really, all of Lent is preparing for that. We give up our small little things. We, we put away some things for a time. And why do we do that? It's because we realize that when you're thinking about Easter, it's that glimpse into heaven. It's what the transfiguration is all about. That this time, these 40 short days, are a reminder for us that the goal is heaven. The goal is to be with our Lord in paradise. And often we're like Peter. We're like, Lord, it's good to be here. Life is pretty good. I enjoy it. There's so many meals, laughter, family, friends, a shirt that fits perfectly, golf course. I'm terrible at that. That's not. But life is pretty good. And it can be pretty easy just to say, all right, I'm enjoying life. And we forget to think about the goal, which is heaven. So these short days, these 40 short days, is that reminder to us to not be attached to the things of this world, to not be attached to anything but Christ. And that ultimately, every time we come to Mass on Sunday, it's that mini transfiguration where our Lord is revealing himself to us. If we only understood what was behind that, that thin veil of the Eucharist, that that same divine presence who, who transfigured himself in that beautiful language, 
dazzling white that no fuller, I don't know what a fuller is, but apparently they make things white. They couldn't get it as white as Jesus was. Dazzling white. Heaven is going to be amazing. But there's a little tiny thing that takes place before heaven is, is a possibility that we don't want to talk about. And that's another aspect. We go back to Ash Wednesday. Remember you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. We gotta die to go to heaven. It's not fun to talk about. People don't enjoy it, but just, just in the last 48 hours, I've been around a fair little bit of, of the end of, of life. And I was taking it to prayer, like, Lord, what's going on here? We, we go to the hospitals quite a bit. We go and we anoint people. And, but to be there very close to the moment, it's, it's an intimate, beautiful thing. And I was coming back from Del Nor, the middle of the night on Friday, and there was a cop in the parking lot. So I drive over to the cop. I wanted to thank him for, for being here. So I go over and we start a conversation. He's like, Father, what are you doing? It's the middle of the night. It's like, well, I was at Delnor. Somebody died. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Which is always a response. I, I, I get it. That's normal. But like, <laughs> I'm, it's part of life. We get to be there at the beginning. We get to be there at baptizing. But we have funerals all the time around death quite a bit. And why is that? You know, when we think about our death, there's two things that can happen. I think of St. Francis, who asked, you know, Francis, if the Lord was going to take you home tomorrow, like, what would you do? I would tend to my garden. What a beautiful response. Here's a man who's, who's well-ordered. He's got all of his ducks in a row. There's nothing bothering him. He's living his life. He realizes when the, the Lord could call me home today, tomorrow, 50 years, but I'm ready. I'll go work in the garden. My goodness. Somebody came down here after Mass. He's like, Father, you're going to die tomorrow. It'd be a busy night. I'd have some phone calls to make. I want to tell people I loved them. I'd probably say sorry to a couple people. I'd you know, try to find confession. I'd spend some time in adoration. I'd be ripping through rosaries. So the question is, the Lord was going to call you home tomorrow. Of course, we hope not. We hope it's decades down the line. But tomorrow's not promised. Friends, tomorrow is not promised. And as we go through Lent, we're asked that question, are you ready for heaven? Are you ready for the goal? And if you're anything like me, I think there's a lot of things like, no, I'm not quite ready. There's some things on my checklist that I need to do. So the question after that is, why are you putting those things off? Brothers and sisters, there is no other time than, than right now. If you need to say I'm sorry to someone, say I'm sorry. If you need to say I love you to someone, say I love you. If you've got something burdening you down, take it to the confessional. Give it to the Lord. Allow yourself to be free, like St. Francis. Because yes, death is a scary thing, that's natural. But when you're, when you're around someone 
who's ready to meet the Lord, it's one of the most beautiful, intimate things that you can experience. And it's, it's such an honor to be able to be there. So brothers and sisters, as we receive our Lord in communion today, we ask him to build that anticipation for Easter. We ask him to build that preparation of detaching anything from our heart so that when Easter comes, we can celebrate it worthily. But also, if there's anything on our heart that's keeping us from being prepared to live freely today, tomorrow, and every day we're blessed to be on this earth, quit waiting. The time is now. The Lord is here, and he's waiting for you. Don't let him wait anymore.